Man, I can't wait to get started. I can't wait to get started with you guys, man. Well, I'm fired up, right? This this is a young team, right? We we're on the cusp, right? We got to add some pieces to what we're doing here, but I'm so excited to get started and get to work with you young guys, right? And to build a winning program here with the Texans. And yeah, I'm fired up. The excitement is real. And I can't wait to get to work, to get to coaching. All right, that's, we want to bring a winning, all right, a winning team. That's what we want to bring to Houston. We want to bring you guys a team that you're going to be proud of as fans, right? We want to fill up NRG Stadium, and we want you guys to make this truly a home field advantage for us again, right? All the excitement that we have right now, I'm excited, I'm fired up, and our fans, we want to continue that excitement and supporting the team that we have here. Everything with me and Nick, we're here to build this thing together, build it the right way with the right people, right? Build it the right way with the right people. And what we're looking for, what I'm looking for, and the type of players that we're looking for is players, right, who are looking to swarm, right? We want players who have a, a special work ethic and a relentless mindset in everything that they do, right? That's how – that's what you're going to see from Texans football, right? You're going to see fast. You're going to see physical. You're going to see toughness. But most of we want smart players who truly are dedicated to being the best that they want to be and guys who are coachable and guys who want to go win. And that's what we want to do. We want to do it in a first-class manner. We're going to do it the right way. And I'm excited and fired up to get started with you guys. You abandoned me. Love don't live here anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Little baby, you out. You know you was wrong. Watch your tone, I'm too fine to be so alone Not my kind, he's a clone I'ma get money no matter the cost Having some water, I'm having some boats Got that dope, think that's your loss He's a worker and I am a boss Little baby, you out, you know you was wrong You lying, watch your tone I'm too fine to be so alone Not my kind, he's a clone I'ma get money no matter the cost Having some water, I'm having some boats Got that dope, think that's your loss He's a worker and I am a boss Oh man, oh man, it is episode 74 of the Beltway Boys. I am Austin here with the one and only, the talented, the beautiful, you know, Walker, what is going on? We just watched the end of that Rockets game before we came on versus the Miami Heat on this Friday night. And Walker, I'm speechless. What the, <laughs> what, the what the hell? Man, that was... uh. Yeah, we were literally just watching it live. Um, incredible, Jalen Green hits a it's a game time shot, and uh, literally 0.7 seconds again. Um, almost like the the similar to the way we lost to the Kings the game before last second, last second win. Except that Kings was a dumb foul, but. Um, yeah, this one this one was just badly coached, badly executed. Um, Deshaun Nix, man, like like we were saying from the get go, we called it. Like my eyes were locked in on him that whole play. He was the person I was looking at because I was like, why is he in here and like not Tari Eason or something? And sure enough, they do a little switch. He looks confused, loses his guy. He tries to go chase him, then they hit a back door. And uh, that was all she wrote, man. 
I didn't even see. I wasn't even looking at the the person inbounding the ball because I was just looking at Knicks. Did it? Did they just throw it from the from the um inbounds? Yeah, it looked yeah. like it. Yeah. It 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 was, and then to not even have a tall player on the court who could maybe block a alley oop. It's just a that that happens in late games, you know. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, that was tough. And this was. I don't even know what to say because, like, Jalen Green didn't have that good of a night. Jabari did look good. Then he kind of fumbled at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, KJ had a good game. Shingun, I would say maybe, you know, as well, always does. He's been consistent. But, man, this was the first game post the NBA trade deadline for the Rockets, at least. But a lot has happened since the NBA trade deadline. You had freaking KD going to the Suns. Eric Gordon finally getting traded away from the Rockets after all those years on the trade deadline being his name tag to it. Kyrie going to Dallas. You had D'Lo going to the Lakers. Russell Westbrook going to Utah. John Wall going back to the Rockets. Like It was the craziest trade deadline I can remember. What were your thoughts kind of that? Then even what are your thoughts about the Rockets? Um, post-trade deadline with the moves that they made? Man, uh, this was this was one of the craziest um, just post-freaking NBA deadlines. Like, I, I, I can't remember so many different trades happening. Um, that with Kyrie, KD being traded, man, it was, it was crazy. It, the, the Kyrie is what set it off, but I I didn't know KD was gonna get traded. Like I thought he might have waited to the off season, but I was telling somebody, uh, I was like, bro, yeah, KD is not gonna stay, because they were like, because you know when, when Kyrie got traded, every all the Rockets fans were like, yeah, it's like it's happening. We're gonna we got their picks, whatever. And then you know it's always those people. Well, they still got KD, so it it it, it ain't over yet. And I'm like, bro, KD is not staying there, bro. Like he he requested a trade before the season started, and I know he like. He like accepted that he wasn't getting traded, but yeah, once 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 that Kyrie Domino fell, I knew he was leaving. I didn't know it was gonna happen that quick, bro. But man, that he got his he got his way, man. Um, for the Nets, I don't know. <laughs> I, I will say I will say a good thing for them is they got they were able to recoup those picks, and I feel like usually when you do one of those type of trades for all those picks. I feel like it usually will, will work out for you, but um, man, it's like they did it again with the. They better just hope this time. I think this time, as opposed to the last time with the with the Celtics and how they traded for everything for those, you know, K KG and Paul Pierce. I think this time they're they're better set up to not be picking top two. You know what I'm saying? Um. I think at least if they it depends on if they if they are able to keep Michael Bridges and like if they actually keep them, but if they're just trading them away and and you know Ben Simmons is apparently like really really crippling them right now because of his contract. Like <laughs> I saw something he has no value. Like I think he's averaging like six, like six, seven, and seven or seven, six and six, something like that. Yeah, so uh, it's 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 bad for the Nets, bro. But 
a lot of a lot of trades happening. Rockets traded Eric Gordon away for John Wall, which is super ironic considering how much trash he just talked about the Rockets recently. Um, what else? I think that was the biggest stuff, though, man. I think uh, Clippers made a lot of a lot of trades to try to try to push themselves forward, and they wanted Kyrie really bad. Obviously, the Mavericks got Kyrie, so they kind of put themselves in, in title contention, I think. Obviously, the Suns, um, they're probably a top two favorite in the West right now after that trade with KD, D-Book. They kept Aiden still. Chris Paul running the show. Like, they, if they can just load, manage, and go into the postseason healthy, mm, they're gonna be it, all right. It, it, yeah, it's gonna be. I will, man. It. I would. I would love to see a freaking another Dallas Phoenix series because you know, Ooh. I think that's gonna be that. We gotta get a way to make that happen because last time they faced off was that last year, where he uh, where two he years ago sent, I think. sent them home. Yeah. No, no, no. That was last year. That was man. Last year. I mean, they, they, that game. It was game seven blowout. Like. We need we need part two of that, mm. bro. With mm. Katie and Kyle, oh man. So mm. yeah, it's interesting. The Lakers made a last ditch effort. They 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 made some trades to get D'Lo and um, Jerry Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley. I think it'll be oh, enough Bamba. to get them. Mo Bamba, yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be enough to get them in uh in, in play in contention. I I think they should be able to make the play in with those moves. Um. But yeah, I feel like everything's happening in the West right now, man. It was definitely an exciting um, trade deadline, man. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun a fun playoffs, man. We'll see what happens. Um, but Rockets finally got rid of Eric Gordon, man. Um, it was about time. I think he 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 kind of deserved to be able to go somewhere else and and actually play some meaningful basketball, not just losing games. How we just lost tonight. Um, but I was about to say, even though like, we kind of talked about it earlier, this game was actually pretty competitive, um, compared to what I feel like we usually do versus the Heat. Um, so I, I'm actually pretty impressed with this game. I, I'd rather them lose like this than, than with, uh, you know, these vets playing and taking minutes from young guys. I'd rather the young guys get that experience. So it, it was good to watch, even though it was a, a tough loss. Yeah, it was it was a good sign. Ty Ty played a lot more tonight, um, and I like that. These young guys are definitely going to get opportunities now with EG being out. But yeah, what a tough way to lose. And you called it. We were watching. You said, just like you already mentioned, you said, why is Knicks in the game? And it was it was almost like as soon as you ended that, it was like a movie or something. It just like happened in slow motion, and uh, it's bad. You know, the last game, EG fucked up and did that foul that mm-hmm. wasn't really a foul, but it was just a dumb move by him. He shouldn't have did yeah. it. Yeah, um, they traded him. <laughs> just so happened, <laughs> the NBA trade deadline was like that. But what happens to Knicks? Because that was just bad. Like that was bad. That was bad. Ooh. How much time know. was left uh, for Sacramento? I think they might have had it one second at least. Yeah, they had more time than Miami did tonight. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I, 
I called that too, man. Jabari hit those free throws, and I'm like, all right, Jimmy Butler is probably going to come down, get fouled, and, and, and take them shots. And he did. I didn't expect Jalen to tie it up, but man. I didn't expect Knicks. I didn't expect Knicks to be that dumb and give it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you were watching it too, <laughs> and it was he, him. It was yeah, him. He, he, or, or at least he should have communicated it to Jalen. Yes, he was so lost in the sauce. It was. Oh yeah, it was. I'm like he couldn't communicate it to anybody because he was trying to get back to. Um, he was trying to. Fuck, he was trying to uh, get back to uh, Struess, and then. Tate left Jimmy. You know, he was trying to fix a fuck up, his fuck up, so he overcompensated. Yeah, he trying, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it led to that. But man, you you mentioned through the trades, like just the West. I feel like the playoff come playoff is gonna be a bloodbath. Oh my god. John Morant saying the West is sweet or whatever he said. Yeah, he messed up. He messed up now. He (laughs) they they definitely gonna make it, but they might be a first round exit. They were uh Memphis was was I think I forgot who they were trying to I think they were trying to get uh OG bad. Like I think they were trying to trade like four first round picks for him, but um Toronto wanted a player. Like they uh Oof. They needed OG, yeah. Because, um, man, he said, I ain't worried about the West. As soon as he said, said now, bro, it's it's the West is back to how we, it was freaking a couple years ago, man. It kind of sucks. Like, I was like, oh, this is cool. The West is strong again. But it sucks for the Rockets, low key. Like, if they don't get Wimby, It's gonna be some rough years ahead. <laughs> like this team is really bad. Um, I mean, Stone was like, we have cap space, but like, who are you gonna use it on? You can only really get Harden or our uh, Fred Van Fleet. I think those are like the only two like real good free agents are gonna be available, um, unless you plan on trading for somebody, but. Yeah, bro, like, Kevin Durant going to play a couple more. I think he's under contract for probably, like, three more years. Um, And even if CP3 decides to retire in those three years, it's still going to be Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Then you got Denver and Jokic is, like, at his peak powers right now. Then you got uh, Timberwolves with Ant and and Cat and Goldbeard coming. I I don't even think Cat – I think Cat's still injured. But, like, they're going to keep getting better. Then you got uh, Pelicans. Even though Pelicans went on a crazy freaking losing streak here recently. They lost, like, eight or nine games recently. Damn. Um, yeah, but then you got the Pelicans. There was Zion. They got a lot of young guys. They're still good. Memphis. Um, still got the Warriors. Clippers. Like, that's eight really, really good, like, solid teams. Um, OKC is going to be young and up and coming. They're the playing talks. Um, Lakers, I think, still have LeBron for, what, one or two more years? Maybe, it's, but I think you might have, like, an opt-out. Oh, you know, okay. They do that every year. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, because whenever his son comes out, that's wherever he's going to force himself to. Um, that's so funny, like, 
whoever drafts his son, like, what if they're like, I don't want LeBron, <laughs> you know? I mean, it'd be kind of weird to draft Bronny if you, unless Bronny is just like next year goes hard at wherever school he goes to and he's like not a second round pick and he's like a, a lottery type of player. And it's like, it ain't, this ain't about LeBron. It's about, you know, adding, adding Bronny. But it'd be funny if they're like, nah, man, we don't want LeBron. Cause I'm sure if, if wherever Bronny goes, he's gonna, he's gonna take the minimum to go play there. Like he's not gonna, he's not gonna, play, uh, make a team pay, you know, what they should, would have to pay for LeBron. He'll take the minimum to make it work so he can be on the team with them. But that'd be – like, imagine if we drafted Bronny, which Stone seems like it's the type of guy. very possible. <laughs> seems very like possible. the type of guy to, to, to do that, not only for the 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 um, chance to get LeBron, but, you know, Bronny's probably the one of the most famous young basketball players there is. Um, I saw something like he's his NIL value was the most for like the incoming freshman next year. Uh, not not just like basketball players, but all of them. I think it was like, um, actually, it wasn't income freshman because it was him, it was Mikey Williams, and it was Caleb Williams, and it was this other this female named Olivia Dunn. Hmm. But Bronny had the highest NIL uh valuation. Damn. So you know Stone gonna be like, well, this is more followers for the rock. I'd really be and feeling like that's what he'd be. Tita would be okay with that, probably. <laughs> exactly. You know? Tita too. I feel like they just really want to I don't think people are in the seats, but I feel like they do want that popularity recognition, I guess. Yeah. They want I think they want fans in the seat. Start mm-hmm. making it more of like an attraction to come to games, and if they yeah. get Wimbanye or however you say exactly, Wimbanyana, Wimbanyana. If they get Wimbanyana, it's they already know. Like it's and yeah. I, everybody knows. Like the stat that was on Twitter, it was like if whoever mm-hmm. drafts him that increases their <laughs> franchise value by so many but millions was, or billions. Yeah, it was or crazy. Something. I think it was billion. Yeah. And it's just you get the international side of it, and you just get the American intrigue as well. Just him being a a freakish athlete, one of the best in a long time. He's a freaking unicorn. So, like you said, if they don't get him, at the very least, if they don't get him, they better get Scoot. And if they don't get one of the two, yeah, you better make some moves. And I you know that make they were some crazy moves. Got to. Like you said, Harden's the only, like, there's not that many big free agents, but I know they were interested in Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson. Mm-hmm. I would still like to see them explore that. Those are the type of players you surround around your talented, just like Phoenix had. They surrounded them, type of players around Booker, Chris Paul, Aiton, you know. But they would like to have kept one of them and still got Haiti. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have just been stealing from the Nets at that point. I didn't think they were going to be able to keep Aiden. I feel like they probably didn't want to um, pay. I think they didn't want to pay Aiden, probably. Like, he has a big contract. Mm. I think that's why they didn't do it. But I was like, they kept Aiden, too? Like, how is this possible? Like It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun to watch the playoffs. Yeah. And the East, the East is still what it is. It's like top heavy. Yeah, it's be Celtics, Bucks, 
Probably one Miami. of them for the most part. Philly. Oh yeah, Philly. That's gonna be. It's like them four, maybe the Knicks or the Knicks. How are the Knicks doing? They're above average, about mm-hmm. average. Um, yeah, Knicks. Knicks are about above average. I think they should be in playoff contention. Freaking the Rockets post game. They're showing that graphic of Jimmy Butler <laughs> with the dreads. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was one of the most ugliest, yeah, just, that was just disgusting. That was a weird experience, bro. What was he? He's a good guy, man. I like Jimmy. He Bro. is. I do, too. You can tell he he's just, a genuine dude. Con- yeah, country. Very just himself, man. Sure of himself. Tomball, he, Texas. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think he did that just to make people laugh. Like, mm-hmm. Get people talking because that's exactly what happened. But Walker, the last time we did this, it was the the day that D'Amico Ryan's was announced to be the next Texans head coach, and obviously the press conference came shortly after, and we haven't talked since. And since that time, the press conference happened, and it was it felt like a dang movie, you know, like felt like something out of a movie. But then now they're starting to also hire people to his coaching staff. So I just wanted to touch base on the press conference for sure, but then also what are your thoughts about the people that they have interviewed and hired on his staff so far? Press conference first. What what were your thoughts about that? Man, that press conference was – it just had me feeling so inspired, so just so pumped up, man. Players there, past, present. You know, the energy in the room, his energy was positive. You know, Cal telling jokes, Nick, you know, smiling. Um, it, it just was, uh, I haven't experienced a press conference like that with the Texans ever. Um, like, I don't, I can't think of not, not with Deshaun Watson getting drafted, like, that would be the only feel. I feel like that could be the only one comparable. Now with Kubiak, I don't remember the Kubiak press conference. Man, I might have been too young to be watching those. But um, that, yeah, that press conference was was it. It, it was the changing of the, of the tides, man. I really believe that was the start of of, of something something good for this Texans team. I hope I'm not just saying like like we uh like like you man. I know how you be saying you be drinking that Kool Aid, man. You always what? yeah you always be drinking. So I hope I'm not. I hope I'm not drinking the Kool Aid, but it, it just felt it just felt different. He he seemed like he was meant to be here for a change. I don't know if it, I, I I don't know if that means a Super Bowl. But I think if anything, it means like just some stability and um, building a, a certain culture here. Um, even if he, even if it's like, I think he could be a Marvin Lewis, you know, type where he has the Texans good every year, but they never get past that that peak. That you know, because the Bengals could never, hardly ever win a playoff game, you know. But it's like they were always pretty good. I think 
if he did that, man, I think he'd be successful. You know, I wouldn't be mad at it. Um, we all want a Super Bowl, man, but the stars really got a line for that, bro. So, you know, we, we, we're going to hope that they get all this stuff right and make it happen. But I think for now, man, I'm just going to appreciate that we have a, a guy who I think is going to set a, a culture up here that'll last um, for a long time. Give us an identity. Like, I, I just want to have that identity of the Texans. Like, I don't want to be I'm tired of being the freaking Broncos or, or the Patriots. I don't want to be the Niners. I think he's going to – I think he's going to bring – a Texans identity. Like I think he's gonna bring like what people in the next twenty years or whatever are gonna, you know, see the Texans as and like that's that's Texans football. That's how they play. You know, that's what they're known for. Um and I, I think I think D'Amico is gonna be somebody who does that. How you see the 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 Steelers, they have their own thing, Baltimore, um it's almost like they have programs set in place almost. It's like it's not like it don't feel like a regular NFL franchise where it's a lot of turnover and it's like, no, this is a this is an actual program that once one of these coaches leaves, the next one comes in. That's what I hope <clears throat> that's what I hope it is. It's like we Texans only had what uh what's that guy's name? Who's the first coach? Dom Capers. Texans, yeah, they only had Dom Capers and Kubiak and then O'Brien, I believe. You know, so it's like, I want to be like a Steelers. We're really high. We're letting our coaches stay here for a long time. We're not firing them every two, three years, four years. Like, and, and they were doing that with, with Kubiak and O'Brien. So um, I think I think it'll continue from the ownership perspective, you know. Especially if he's getting seat uh, butts back in the seats, I think I think D'Amico's gonna be here for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm like thrilled, like you said, with the press conference. You don't want to get too drunk off the Kool Aid, but man, it was hard not to. Just with the atmosphere, it felt like nothing I've seen at a press conference. It felt like a retirement press conference, you know, where it's more celebratory. It felt like that, but it was for the head coaching hire. It was just like for the fans, for the for former players, current everybody was just all in sync, all on board with this hire. I didn't hear one negative take on them hiring them other than if you're going to hire D'Amico, you've got to get the offensive coordinator position right. That press conference was a freaking smash hit from – Top down, like you said, Cal McNair making jokes, Nick Casario being loose. Everybody could take a sigh of relief because they finally got the right guy. But the thing that you said that stood out to me was like all the stars needed a line for them to, you know, become that good franchise. Them hiring D'Amico, that was the first star. You know, now they need to get that franchise face, that player that. Everybody can get behind, and that's Bryce Young. If they get him, and then the offensive coordinator, they got to get a good offensive coordinator. That's a big – if you're going to go rookie QB, you better get a good offensive coordinator that can grow with them. So to that, you saw where they uh, – there was a report of them interviewing Cliff Kingsbury, formerly head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. 
How do you feel about that? We're big on Bryce Young. We think that's what they should do. We hope that's what they do. Would a Cliff Kingsbury be the right guy for Bryce Young? Uh, I think, and I know people are saying like, yeah, if they hire Cliff Kingsbury, it's gonna be uh, they're gonna draft Bryce Young. Um, but I think he would. I think Cliff Kingsbury. Now his offense wasn't good last year because obviously Hopkins didn't play. Um, but most of the year, and then they had traded away Christian Kirk. And then obviously Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray got hurt, um, so his offense was like in the twenties. But the two years before that, they were both top fifteen, like I think eleven in scoring, eight in yards around that around that um, around that area. So I think it I think it'd be a good hire just from the perspective of like Cliff Kingsbury has been a good offensive coordinator and I think people who have seen him like especially like AM fans were, were were weighing in on this a lot that like he he pretty much was was there like kind of turned Johnny Manziel I'm not say turn him into he to who he is but like he had his best like years with Greenberry calling the plays. Um so I think if you can get Cliff Kingsbury here who has that head coach experience already um i think D'Amico has to be kind of familiar with him just facing him for the past four years um being at san francisco <clears throat> i think it's a good a, a great hire just because he has so much experience i think he's a better offensive coordinator than the head coach probably at least in the nfl because like that that um that Carolina, not Carolina, the Cardinals thing was just, I think him and, and Kyle are having the same agent and, and, and tempers and frustrations and person. I think it became too much personal for them. And, and um, you know, Kyle not going nowhere. So, you mm-hmm. know, it, you know, somebody had to go because they were, they were openly just get going at it. So um, I think he, he would, we haven't been – we had, like, the worst offense in the league last year. Um, so, I don't, I don't I don't know what people's, like, pushback with that is. And I, I understand, like, the Bobby Slowick, um, like, the unknown of, like, the the young, fresh guy, which Kingsbury, Kingsbury is still pretty young himself too. But, like, you know, coming from that San Francisco um, system – um, which I wouldn't be mad at either. So, but I think having Cliff Kingsbury's experience, um, just as a head coach and being in the NFL these past years would, would, um, I think it would actually like work better. I think it's more unknowns with Bobby Slowick, who I just figured out this man was a, used to work at PFF. I know. <laughs> like what the that. heck? That is wild to me. That. That's what I was just about to say. I don't know how I feel about that because I don't really, I don't really uh, mess with PFF like that, man. They be seem like they be all over the place at times with their grades, but um, yeah, bro, I, I think it would be a amazing hire, um, in my opinion. I I kind of feel the same way, and I also feel like if they do hire Cliff Kingsbury, 
that's all but confirming that they're drafting Bryce Young for me. Because Bryce Young is an undersized quarterback. Who has who is the most undersized quarterback in the league currently right now? Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Who drafted Kyler Murray and has coached him throughout his whole career up until this point? Cliff Kingsbury. You put him with Bryce Young, who I think maybe loves the game a little bit more and maybe not <laughs> as focused on Call of Duty. And yeah. uh, probably could be everything that Kyler Murray was it thought to be for the Texans. And Bryce Young is just going to let it rip. And hopefully Cliff Kingsbury's here for three or four years. And they just have a nice uh, marriage on the offensive side of the ball and let D'Amico cook with whoever that defensive coordinator he hired. I don't even remember his name, but I just know he's very interesting. I heard in the loop talking about him today. Matt Burke, I think. Matt Burke. That sounds sounds right. And then I seen they hired some other people, but um, I just saw where that defensive coordinator like does some really interesting things in the off season, like mm-hmm. hike Mount. Uh, I don't even know how to say. Kill Majero, yeah, Kill Majero, something like that. But I but think yeah, it, it was a good off season or so far. It's, it's um interesting that freaking. Just like Kyler Murray was like in college, Cliff Kingsbury wanted him and tried to recruit him. Um, same thing with freaking Bryce Young, man. I don't know how I feel about that either, but he, I think he was the first, like Texas State was the first school to offer uh, um, Bryce Young when he was in eighth really? grade. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So he, he's seen it then. First, first, uh, first people. Um, the thing is with Cliff Kingsbury, like I'm not too familiar with his offense because I know he ain't run, out there running like the Texas Tech spread offense, mm-hmm. where they're just running all these quick like short little stops, you know, um, slants, just bubble screen. I do think they run. I think I think do think they run a lot of screens out there, um, but I feel like it's it's not as like as much of an air raid as it was at in college. So I like, I do want to like, yeah. Like I do want to go see like what he does. Cause like the air raid with Mike Leach is just like a lot of short, quick passes. Um, That's kind of like your run game. A lot of like screens, bubble screens, receiver screens. Um. So I do want to kind of go see back and like see what that offense was. That's another thing. Like I don't know. Um, and Show kind of made this point, even though it sounded like he was hating um, on Twitter. Like I don't know. I think Clint was saying this too. Like, I don't know if that offense. We haven't seen that offense like work. I guess take like all the way. You know, it hasn't mm-hmm. gone to like a Super Bowl or anything like that. Um, and you know what we know with with the Shanahan Kubiak, that that type of offense, we know that offense is tough to stop. Like that offense is proven. So it, it's just like you know you want to zig when people are zagging, or you want to kind of go what you know. It's so far they've they've done good, 
and I know we're going to do like our top prospect episodes and full like draft breakdown soon, but there's a lot of talent in this draft. And if the Texans can come out at least the first two rounds with Bryce Young and a top pass rusher or a top wide receiver, this offense could look a whole lot different. And then you've got Cliff Kingsbury or shit, whoever runs it. If you got them too, if you got Bryce Young, and give me, I, I've been seeing you talk about him a lot on Twitter, but Jackson the Jigba, give mm-hmm. him somebody like that. Plus John Mechie coming back this year with Damian Pierce. Yeah, and oh, then you you might if you can trade Cooks here, uh, oh, you might get you another another uh, you know, shot at shot at the the pot, man. Get you get you another chance to get somebody else, um, in the draft. Because there's a lot of talent. There's well, yeah, Mechie. I think Mechie coming back is going to be. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna put the NFL on notice next year. I think he's gonna have a similar impact as like a you know Garrett and, and Chris Olave. Maybe not. Maybe not like all the like the exact numbers they have, but I could see him getting like 800 yards, 60 catches. You know. Yeah, I don't know why I just see like a Julian Edelman from John Mechie, just like a mm. tough, physical, good route running. And we've seen, man, I think either route they go, if they take Bryce Young or if somebody else takes him and we can't get Bryce Young, if they – I feel like – I just feel like we're going to get Bryce Young because I think – I don't – I don't really see any other teams. And maybe they're smoke screening, but why would they do that if they they would be trading up anyway? But um, I I, I don't see any other teams, like, really saying they want Bryce Young. Or even it being like, reported. Yeah, like I see the Colts. Um, like Pat McAfee show is, I don't know if you saw that, Pat McAfee mm-hmm. uh, was David talking to David And like the, the people in the background, like his, you know, some of his co-hosts was like, yeah, man, that's a great guy. He got CJ Stroud with him. I'm glad CJ Stroud is with him. He's a great guy. And like they've been talking about them, them wanting uh, C.J. Stroud there, um, and then you hear reports that the Panthers are like really in love with C.J. Stroud too, um, and that their and that their owner loves Will Levis. So, you know, maybe they're maybe they're lying, but I I really feel like if whoever trades up, which it seems like it, most likely I feel like the highest probability would be the Colts. And I feel like they would take C.J. Stroud or Will Levis. It just depends on if the Texans want Bryce Young, which since they got D'Amico and, <laughs> you know, the, the, yeah, the fans really wanted him. I, and I, I, I know they'd be looking at – I know they'd be looking at their social media in hell because I know you've seen that post that Cal, that, uh, Cal made. Where he mm-hmm. like screenshotted his DMs, <laughs> so they see it. They see who the people want. Like it's a strong, strong, loud majority for Bryce Young. So, um, you might be right. Maybe Nick is like, "Well, if we're gonna do this, guys. 
we need to come up with a plan with some, you know, because <laughs> he might not want him, but he, his hands might be tied and like Cal wants him, you know, because Cal trying to get them them stands filled again. Like, I really yeah. think this is the first time he realized, like, okay, we can't just do whatever we want and they're going to come because it ain't been happening, you know. So that's why I just think Bryce Young is coming. Um, and then Lance Zerline um, said – They like um, him, right? That a lot of people in the building want want Bryce Young and London Texans really <sighs> want Bryce Young. So That's refreshing. And he's an NFL – like, he's a scout. Um, for NFL.com, works for uh, he works in Houston as on the radio too. So, um, I feel like it'll be Bryce. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get my hopes up and <laughs> you know and, a male curse, baby. Yeah, man, I'm not gonna get my hopes up, but I'll try to save some room for disappointment if he doesn't. But um, I feel like it's gonna happen. And so, yeah, if you feel like if you feel confident that he's going to be the one and maybe you, maybe you're like, whatever, like I'll trade up to get him at this point. I think Cliff Kingsbury would be a strong indication of if we're going to do this, we need to get somebody who, you know, as shown, they can work with a guy who's, who's smaller. I think if you take Bryson, I probably at 12, depending on who's there, I would really love Jackson Smith and Jigba, but It'd be the Jackson Smith and Jigba. Depends on the free agency too, but I'm I'm beefing up my line like crazy, you know. Both sides. I'm trying to give him the best line in the NFL, like Thanks. Drew Brees used to have uh, every year. Drew Brees always had an amazing line. So it's like, I think they, I think, I think you're right, man. I feel like. And people are, you know, people on Twitter are like, yeah, this is this means we're getting Bryce. But you can kind of read between the lines. They're like, yeah, that does make sense. Because he did work with, with, with a smaller QB who he had success with. Kyler Murray, was, I think he's a two-time pro bowler, if not one-time yeah. pro bowler, rookie of the yeah. year. Um, his second year, he was all he was kind of in the MVP race the first half. Um like he bought out his second year. So and that would just be such a great staff, I feel like. That'd be a good staff. You got D D'Amico having hands on everything, but he has people he can trust in their roles, you know? Cliff's done it. He just did it. He just did it. Just got done doing it. Wasn't successful, but there like you already alluded to, there was a lot of reasons this year he wasn't as good as he had been. Um, defensive coordinator from what I just read on Bleacher people seem to be happy or talking highly of him I know it was reported he wasn't good in Miami but that was five they didn't years have ago nobody in my, yeah they didn't have anybody in Miami yeah I don't remember them being good at all yeah. like that was yeah. before Tua that was like when they had Laramie Tunsil and Xavier Howard that was it yeah, they had Xavier Howard. I looked it up because I'm like, let me see what these people are talking about. And the first year he was the defensive coordinator, um, I guess you could say their best player was, yeah, was Adamic and Sue. And uh, they had a safety who went to the, the Pro Bowl that Rashad year. Jones. Rashad Jones. And then the second year, I think Xavier Howard, he became a Pro Bowler, but then they didn't have Sue anymore. 
I don't even know who their second best player on defense that was that second year. So, like they didn't they didn't really have the players like that then. Um, I mean, even now Miami was only really good one year with Flores on defense. Other than that, they kind of been middle of the road, or yeah. you know, twenty in the twenties. That's true. That is true. Uh, Walker, this week is Super Bowl week. How you feeling? Because every day I wake up and I feel like, oh, the Eagles going to get this one. Or today, you know what, something about today, I just feel like Chiefs going to do it. Yeah. I do not know. I'm torn. I feel like the Eagles got the better team. And I feel like everybody been saying this. Eagles got the better team, but the Chiefs got the better player in Mahomes. Like mm-hmm. he got, He's the ultimate trump card. And him and Kelsey, that connection just has been unstoppable. Yeah, man, that's a good, good point. I kind of been feeling the same. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know which way, like, if I had to put money on it, which way I would go. Um, I think I, I think I'm, I know I, we did kind of talk about this, I feel like, but I don't think it was a Super Bowl yet. It probably was still the championship games, maybe. I think so. I think so. Yeah. And I picked the Bengals, I believe. I picked the Bengals and the Eagles. Um, I think I'm gonna go Eagles. Oh, I sound like a hater, man, but I think they're gonna be able to get after him. Um, that D line's gonna be tough, and we saw what 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 the um Buccaneers did to him, um, in that one Super Bowl. But I mean, the 49ers had the same defense alone first year, and they barely they would have won if Jimmy Rapper wasn't so mid. True. So maybe like maybe that's the difference. It's gonna be might come down to Jalen Hurts. Um but I really like Jalen Hurts. Um I like that he's from Houston. I just like the man he is. I like the leader yeah, he same. is. Um I, I think that's why I'm my bias is a little bit toward I'm I'm, I'm kind of rolling with Jalen Hurts. But I like Pat Mahomes a lot too. Maybe it's just like me rooting for the underdog, but I don't even know if the cheat. I don't even know if the Eagles are the underdog. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like who is the favorite? I don't even know who the favorite is. I f- I feel like it's got to constantly change. Kind of how we're talking now, it changes for us. I feel like the lines got to constantly get closer and closer, one side or the other. Um, I have. It's it's. Freaking tough. And, yeah, I'm with you. I'm a Jalen Hurts guy. I didn't really care for him in college. I just didn't have to watch him that much, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. I knew he was good. He performed well. But when he got to the Eagles, I was always intrigued by it. Oh, you was good. And that's – I remember he balled out at OU, right? That's where he Mm -hmm. won his Heisman, no? I don't think he won a Heisman, but yeah, he was he was uh, that, yeah he was in that running for sure. He was he was a monster there with uh, Lincoln Riley. Yeah, and I felt like when he went to Philly, I was Philly's like my NFC team, so I, I always like check in on them. But when they drafted Hurts, I was really intrigued to see how that played out, and it has man, it's played out very well for them. He struggled at first, and he's looked damn good. That offense fits him perfectly. He runs it. To a T, I seen Dan Orlovsky on ESPN breaking it down and how it's so hard and 
to defend for defenders because they give you so much, so many options mm. that even the most cerebral linebackers like uh, Wagner for the 49ers can ca- get caught, you know, just like over overanalyzing things or and they made the 49ers defense look so-so but 49ers definitely had an injury at quarterback and that game could have been a lot different but I think I think the Philly offense is going to give Kansas City problems and I know Chris Jones has been on a tear Frank Clark looked good last game but Philly's got a good O-line like Mm -hmm. Yeah, they got one of the better ones, probably top two, I think, in the NFL. Maybe the number one. So I would bet on Philly's offensive line better than I would Chiefs' defensive line. Mm-hmm. And I would bet more on Philly's D line than I would the Chiefs' offensive line. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I feel like it's going to be a battle of the trenches. I feel like how I'm talking it out to myself, I feel like Philly is going to win that. It could still be a close game, but I'm I'm thinking Philly could even end up with the final score being up by like ten points. Yeah, because you can't count out Pat Mahomes. You've seen even that Buccaneers game, man. He was throwing some wild passes, and they were hitting people in the face mask. Um, so it's 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 gonna be hard to to get him out of there, man. Um, it's gonna be hard. They're gonna need a good game plan, but we're gonna see, man. I think. I feel like I'm going to be like, dang, I doubted Pat Mahomes again because I thought they were going to lose to the Bengals. But and he, he willed it out. Yeah. And he, he looked put the team good. on his back. Mm-hmm. Injured, injured ankle, too. That's what I was taking into account. His ankle was injured, but I guess it don't matter. Yeah. I just seen uh, on, a, on a freaking uh, ticker, man, that we're talking about Dom Capers and Panthers just hired him and Josh McCown. Oh, oh wow. Josh McCown. Oh, wow. Yeah. As a, uh, I think they hired Josh McCown as a QB coach and then um, Dom senior Capers analyst. Oh, Capers, yes. Man. Capers a senior analyst. That's good. I think he coached for them when they were an expansion team. Mm-hmm. And then he coached for us when we were an expansion team. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool that he went back there. Hopefully, Kubiak could do something like that for us down the line. Yeah, uh, senior, like a senior offensive analyst. Yeah, that would just be that would be nice. And I was hoping we'd get a Kubiak on the staff, but who knows? It's still possible. They ain't hired Cliff Kingsbury yet. They just interviewed him today, so we'll mm-hmm. see. But so that's our Super Bowl predictions. Do you want to give a score? Or do you still kind of just? Hey, for us, we ain't really got a dog in the fight. We just rooting for Jalen Hurts. Kind of thinking Philly, though. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say 34-24. Yeah, I think it'll be. It has to be high scoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say about. Yeah, about. about I want to say about the same thing, man. About 32, 32-20-24. Something like that, yeah. I'm not good like, at, at point predictions at all. Yeah. I just feel like I could see them having, like, a three-point lead and then, like, late in the game, Patrick Mahomes tried to do something miraculous and it finally bite him in the butt. And 
they return it for a touchdown to defense or something for Philly. Mm-hmm. And then it become like 10 late. They up by 10 late, something like that. I don't know. We'll see. It's, man, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be a good one. That's for sure. But, Walker, you did something. I don't think it was you. I don't know who it was, but I seen you interact with it on Twitter, and it was like a top three uh, oh, wish list. It was like top free agent wish it list. Was trade and um, – Yes, yeah, so it was like it was like draft. Yeah, what was it? Draft pick after the second round, a trade you would like, and uh, yeah, and a free agent you would like to sign. One, one, one draft pick after the second round, one trade you would make, and one free agent you would mm. sign. Ooh, I can do that. I can think of it on the fly. And you already posted yours, or you already had yours. Is it the same, or do you think it's changed? Oh yeah, mine. Yeah, mine. Yeah, it'd probably be the same. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I think it might have the same free agent for sure. I know you've been <laughs> high on one guy all all year, pretty much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I heard a freaking knock. Oh. What the heck was that? Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So my my uh. I'd say my I think my draft pick after the second or maybe it might have been after the first round. Um, but yeah, my draft pick after the first round was who did I say? I might just just do it, yeah, just uh freestyle it now, man. I, I after the first round, I really don't know who's gonna be available in the second. That's that's where I'm that's where my my uh, worry is, but I'll, I'll say a guy that I like at like in later rounds would be uh would be uh Devin A Chain. I don't think I put him. I feel like I put somebody else, but yeah, I I, I think it, I really want to get a, a running back, um, Devin A Chain or Tajay Spears somewhere around there. So my 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 after the first round pick would be uh Devin A Chain. My trade is T. Higgins. Um, that's a guy who I've been talking about for like the past two years. If you can, if you can use those picks, one of those picks from that Deshaun Watson trade for a T. Higgins, like a young a young receiver like that, man, I think that's monumental for your 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 rebuild. Um, so yeah, T. Higgins would be the trade, and then. For my free agent, I think I said Deron Payne, um, but I don't. I might go Javon Hargrave because just in case you got the same one, because um, I saw somewhere that the 49ers like quicker, um, smaller defensive tackles, and maybe they like just one like bigger guy, but uh. Yeah, man. Either Javon Hargrave or Deron Payne, which it seems like everybody wants Deron Payne. Like mm-hmm. I saw Michael Parsons mention him for the Cowboys, somebody they would want. Um, I always see Bears fans talking about adding Deron Payne. Pretty much any def- any team that needs defense um, for free agents, all their fans want Deron Payne. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna it might be tough to land him. 
I'm starting to feel like. Yeah, you're going to have to overpay. Overpay, so you might as well go ahead and look for the third option or second option, kind of like when Nandi Asamwa was heavily touted and the Texans said, we ain't even worried about you. We got our eyes on the next guy, Jonathan mm-hmm. Joseph, who had a very well stint, a very good stint with the Texans, yeah. his second team, where Namdi Asamwa did not with his second team, the Philadelphia Eagles. So I think the Texans got it right. So maybe they strike again. Javon Hargraves would be a good one. I really like. We'll see. I'm interested. I hope they address it in free agency and in the draft. Um, I like the passers they have in Bernard and um, Oku. Oku. He's a free agent, too. But I hope they resign. Yeah, he's a free agent, too. He came on late, for sure, towards the end. Um, But, no, I like that. And you've been big on T. Higgins, and I think he is going to be available this offseason. It's just how much crazy if they they allow that, man. But that's – I feel like that's good for the NFL. Especially after seeing this this um, NBA trade deadline, I feel like that's good. Just uh, exposure. I mean, they don't need it, but it's it's uh it's always good to see that that type of movement. Maybe not for Bengals fans. Let me not say that. I'll be pissed, but he would be a he would be a immediate impact, immediate extra four wins with him. Oh. Oh my God! So whatever total we were gonna get, he'd add. I think he'd add another three to four. I'd I'd love him in Houston. That would just be amazing. Come on! I just hope they wouldn't have to give up a lot. I don't know, and I feel like that price might be. Mm-hmm. We shall see. So trade. I gotta think about that because. I did see a report, but I don't think he's he's a. Uh, and this was supposed to be top five. No, we're doing top three this week, so we're doing top three, not top five. So, man, I was I seen this week that Chase Young might not get resigned, but I don't oh, know yeah, how that works. That. I don't know how that works if he just becomes an outright free agent, or they have the right to his last year, and obviously they're not. Like I don't know, but. If I want they don't him. pick it up, I think he would be, but that would be stupid to just let him walk for nothing. Yeah, so I, I feel like they would and try And if they to did that, it's probably something really, really wrong with him. Um, I would love to see a player of that caliber, you know, get on this team. For mm-hmm. trade, though, man, that's tough. I mean, you could trade for Chase Young. Yeah, that's going to be my guy then. That's going to be my guy. Because he has been coming off an injury, so maybe you don't have to pay the pretty penny, but he deserves that when he's healthy. He deserves to be paid top dollar. He's like, to me, maybe not on Miles Garrett the same level, but he's up there as an edge pass rusher in the league. Um, Yeah, he was a rookie. He was a monster. Um, He was a monster. I went on, like, the Commander's fan page on Bleacher Report, and they were, like, hating on him, though. Damn, for real? Like, they kind of don't want him. Like, yeah. 
Damn. Like they were like, even when he's healthy, he doesn't like he doesn't do anything. Like, he doesn't get so. I guess his his play has fallen off too. But um, maybe change the scenery. Know, Hope, is what hopefully, it yeah. Hopefully, it's not like a clowny situation. Oh please no. <laughs> please, Which just no. kind of sounds like. Could I feel be. like he's a way better pass rusher than Clowney. Yeah, I don't think Clowney has. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Clowney has ever had double digit sacks in his career. Never. And that's that's a shame. That's crazy. Too talented, not to. Too talented, not to. Um, so that'd be my trade player, just because I feel like you could get him. Affordable. Uh, another one too would be Hopkins. He's my honorable mention. Mm. Trey Brandon Cooks, D Hop swap. <laughs> Let Brandon Cooks go wherever God tells him to go, <laughs> and uh, we'll take D Hop back to right one of those wrongs. You know oh, what I mean? Man. Give D Hop yeah, a rookie bro. quarterback, and we already got some talent. You know, I was. I was watching his highlights the other day. That's so funny. Um, it was just on YouTube, just a recommended one. And uh, it like it's one of those like they make it almost like a kind of little mini documentary. Like they'll take they'll take clips from college highlights, and he was killing at Clemson. Um, then they'll take like you know when he gets drafted they'll post you know they'll 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 edit all of it together. Then his rookie year he caught that that uh, touchdown versus Tennessee. Um, and then just the years after years and then that year when he went up that's when I knew he was he was gonna be one in like top three receiver. He went up against Del- Darrell Revis and he was cooking him mm. and. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, we got one. They were talking about how in, in training camp, like, he was cooking people and, and, and everybody was just raving about him, which I do remember people were like, man, this DeAndre Hopkins kid, he's, like, making these one-handed catches mm-hmm. every practice. Like, and it's like, bro, that's when you know you got a low-key Hall of Famer because they be coming in instantly and all you hear – you're like, you'll hear in training camp, people are going to talk like, this guy's been standing out in training camp, and, and usually that's always a, a good thing, and it usually turns into uh, a lot of success. So, um, yeah, Hopkins, Hopkins, those highlights were crazy. He was he was so good. And it was like, his quarterback went from Schaub to Fitzpatrick to Case Keenum, or Case Keenum to Fitzpatrick to Hoyer to Mallet. To uh, Whedon, to Liner, to <laughs> you know Osweiler, just like man, T.J. Yates, mm-hmm. bro had all these different quarterbacks on that highlight video. Tom Savage, and he was still just catching all these touchdown passes. Just the beast, and he was drafted by the Texans, man, and it was like. Andre passing the torch and fuck the NFL Hall of Fame for not letting our guy in. First ballot should have been. You know what? If they want to really wait, JJ Watt just retired. Let both of the Texans, Hall of Fame Texans, go in together then. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Let Andre and JJ go in together because JJ's definitely first ballot. 
Oh, yeah. And if he's not, then we riot. Andre should have been in. How long do you have to wait? Like five years? Yeah, five years after you retire. So, Andre's going to get in for sure within the next few years. I don't. If he has to wait till JJ gets in, then that's just bullshit. That's fucking. (laughs) If he got to wait till. Yeah, that's some. Yeah. I think he had. Man. Because he was a finalist this year, which I was not expecting. But that's that's gonna be a good sign. But I think um, yeah. next year's got some good. I ones think too. within the next two years, because next year, like this year, you had like Joe Thomas and Darrell Revis, they were first ballot Hall of Famers. Like they took spots away. Um, I think Demarcus Weir. I think this is his second go around. Or was he? Or is he his first ballot too? I'm not sure. I'm he not could sure. Have been the- I wouldn't he have might have been first ballot. With that. Yeah, he might have been first ballot. Um, and then you got Zach Thomas. I got in. I think he yeah he's been out for a while, so he waited his time. And Rondé Barber got in finally. Um, you still got Reggie Wayne. Like you still got um, Dwight Freeney. I saw Colts fans are they're talking about <clears throat> Devin Hester. Like he's still he's still waiting to get in too, Steve Smith. Mm. Um, but like Andre was a finalist, so I think it's coming. Uh, yeah, man. They they because the next because I saw next year's class. Julius Peppers is up for it. Antonio Gates is up for it. Antonio Gates is probably a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um. I would think, because he's like, he leads tight ends and touchdowns. Um, I don't know if Julius Peppers is. And then uh, it was one more person who I was like, I don't know if he is either. So he might have a chance next year. Um, Just because you don't have the star. Like, the stars weren't like last year. You can't beat Joe Thomas and uh, Revis. So maybe yeah. next year, if not, then I think if not next year, maybe the year after for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's t- yeah. it's gonna be tough depending on who who like is retired by that time. Because like you said, if he if they still not in, he's still not in there by the time JJ comes out, he gotta compete with Brady. And what if uh like JJ and Brady are gonna be first ballot? And what if our freaking Rogers decides to retire this year too? Oh yeah. <laughs> like. You know, so that'd be a crazy class. Mm, that would be a real good class right there, man. I I would really actually watch those uh speeches. Yeah, I feel like it when JJ gets in, or even when Andre is the first one, I feel like we gotta go to Canton type of deal. Like, oh see man, the first yeah, Texan, <laughs> you know, first Texan do it. Like, that's a big deal. It's mm-hmm. Truly, you know, that's a big deal. So we're definitely gonna have I forget to do that. them. I forget them fans do be doing that, bro. Yeah, they be they a, be there. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal, you know. We see their whole career, you know. We gotta see it all the way through, you know. Uh, especially for those guys, those two. But uh, just to finish my top three, the draft person I would want after the second round, uh, John Michael Schmitz, the center. Mm, yeah, like you said, beef up that old line. 
or Osiris Torrance or whatever Torrance, from Florida yeah. guard. Uh, I'm he might up. go first round. And he should. He should. I think he's probably the best guard. And even uh, John Michael Schmitz, he's probably the best yeah. center in the draft. Mm-hmm. Highlights I've seen of him, he's pretty dominant. Like, yeah, they should really target nasty. him. That's um, what I'm saying. Like, they – I would target him if I could. It, yeah. And if I – I was even thinking about, man, if, if I could move back up into the, in the, to the first round, like, let's they say could. Schwartz is, is still there. You know, and you don't want a team who needs a center, yeah, a center to take on. Um, I would think about trading back up, or maybe trade back up for Bijan, or yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting for the Texans, especially because obviously second pick has got a lot of smoke around it, but it's not even just that. That twelfth pick is just as valuable too for some people. You know, if there's still quarterbacks on the board. One of the top ones, twelve could be a prime destination for somebody trying to trade up. You know, it's it's there's a couple good QBs this draft, so that'll be interesting. And I think the final one was a top free agent. Just for the sake of it, I know you said Deron Payne, and that was who I chose, and you said Javon Hargraves. That's who my second would have been. There was when I played Madden. There's a center with the last name Bozeman. I don't know who he plays for now, but he is out of Alabama. So a veteran center out of Alabama possibly being the center for a rookie QB at Alabama with a head coach out of Alabama. Boy. We need – I just, think they need to double down, period, and then have the competition, you know. Yeah. Just make or it – get versatile players who can play center and guard, you know. Yeah, that's what Philly got. Philly got a couple guards who were centers in college, like and good ones at that. So it's gonna be interesting. But that's my top three. And like I said, we're gonna have to do. A, we will do a, a draft like where we break down kind of by position. You know, top five at every position, or our top five at every position. Combine I think happens in a couple weeks, so. It's about to ramp up full force. You're going to see names probably pop up that maybe we haven't even noticed, you know, mm-hmm. at their positions. It always happens like that. Who is going to be the combine Cinderella story? And, uh, you know, there's going to be probably quite a bit at the wide receiver position, I feel like. It's going to be a lot of yeah, speed. Yeah, I want to see uh, – yeah, I think Addison is going to surprise a lot of people. I want to see what uh, – Low-key, Quentin Johnson might. I think we, we all expect him to run fast. Um, but, like, what if he runs faster than even we expected? That'll be big for him. Like, what if he runs – I think it. most people are most people are expecting him to run, like, a 4-4, I think. Like, what if he goes out there and run a 4-3 at his size? That'll be crazy. He's, um, he's top 15, solidified. Mm-hmm. Probably. But I, um, I want to see what Tank Dell runs. Mm. And A chain, A chain might run a four two legit, like four two seven. I don't know, <laughs> but he was a, a track star. Yeah, Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, I was about to say Hyatt too was a track star. I think Ringo might have Keely Ringo corner. Yeah, Ringo. They're talking like he runs a good forty. 
I'm mm. like, really? He looked like he got cement. For he feet. Do. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he do be. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, dang, he running four threes out there. He be looking slow, but maybe yeah. he got that long stride, man, where he can just, you know, get 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 moving a lot of a lot of space quick. Yeah. Or he just got that. Ground. He's technical. He got good yeah. technique. That would help too, you know, with a sloppy runner. But. Yeah, that's it's going to be interesting, man. I can't wait. The Super Bowl is going to be good. Are you looking forward to the Rihanna halftime? Oh, that. that's probably the what I'm looking forward to the most. I, yeah. I want to watch that more than a game. That sounds sound like having simp. But, yeah, I'll bro, be like, that's, that's going to be – she got bangers. She got a catalog. But can I be honest with you? What? That's my birthday twin. But I feel like it's gonna be very underwhelming performance wise. She better have a lot of dancers. She better have a lot of choreography going on around her. Because she doesn't look like the type that's gonna be giving a lot of energy, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But she got great songs though. Yeah, I think yeah, she definitely gonna have a lot of dancers. It'll be a big I think she's gonna probably do like a carnival, like Caribbean thing for sure. Um, I was telling Leroy, I was like, yeah, uh, she's probably going to have to lip sync, man. Um, I seen her live and, uh, she, yeah. <laughs> I love That's Rihanna, my, so. <laughs> I, I do too. I do too, I but Rihanna, I'm just like, man. you know what? I got a bad feeling about this. Like, I'm going to go ahead and temper my expectations now. I think it's going to be good, man. Like, yeah, I think she's going to kill it. Just because she's going to have so many bangs. It's just going to, the songs are just going to be so good. It, it, it's going to be a party. Like, it's just going to be yeah. too many hits for it to not, you know, yeah, for it to party. be underwhelming. Like, yeah. she got Umbrella. She got Needed Me. Work. You know. Playing work at the Super Bowl halftime show? Sure. No. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, bro. What's that song, man? Uh, ain't got my money. And ain't them dollar bills. Ain't got my money. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. I sound so old on here. She got What's some bangers, though. song, man? Oh. <laughs> Oh. You don't remember that one? Yeah, man. I forget what that oh, song is yeah. called. Throw it up, throw it up. Yeah, man. Watch still got my money, so she's going to play that. Like, she got Old Bank. Well, she got the song with Eminem. Man, I'm telling you. She's going to go crazy. What's that one with uh, Justin Timberlake? Got to check in the rehab. Maybe mm-hmm. your mind is I can see her getting Jay Z to perform too. Oh, that'd be that'd be a big deal. Do they have a song together? She got she got plenty of opportunities to get some good cameos in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. Like you know she gonna that's the thing now. People like to have other people perform. So she gonna get us. She gonna get what about Drake? <laughs> what if she get Chris nah, Brown? I don't, in think there? She, I don't think she met yeah. Nah, that's a no go. They need to bring it some be, unity. It would be, yeah. I'm about to say it would be, it'd be a good look if you're like, you know, 
we were able to make up or whatever. But I think they're cool, but I don't know how uh, the Nobody... NFL would feel about Chris Brown. Yeah, they're they trying still, to they move still away. Hold that, yeah, they still hold that that incident against him. Um, so yeah. she gonna bring Especially somebody Jay-Z. out though. Jay Z ain't finna bring no Chris Brown. He don't fuck with Chris Brown like that. I don't oh, think. For right? real? I feel oh, like I heard an interview where Chris Brown was like, "Jay Z don't let Beyonce work with me, or let uh, oh, wow. he don't like Rihanna working with me." I yeah. thought I could be wrong. Could be making this up. I don't think I am, but I, I'm, I'm sure, sure it's Beyonce. Sure, yeah, I'm sure years ago he probably definitely wasn't messing with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think it's gonna be somebody. I think it might be Jay Z just because he got his. I think some He sense. got a good little taste, you know. After that, uh, Grammy. So. Yeah, that was a good one. We'll see. Well, I don't know who else she. I don't know who else she really be messing with like that to bring out. I could see Eminem, um, and I'm tired of it. Eminem, DJ Khaled. Oh God, I'm tired of it. <laughs> They're gonna do Wild Wild Thoughts, Bryson Tiller. I didn't know you could take it. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, They're going to do DJ Khaled, Bryson Teller. Oh, God. It's going to be, it's going to be, she going to, yeah, she got the bangers, bro. She got hits. So, yeah, that's why I, I don't think it could be a failure. And she might do, a, she might make a freaking, uh, have a little Janet Jackson um, wardrobe malfunction, man. Just. You know how the you know how the Illuminati be like and uh make you do that type of stuff. Yeah, what I would what, if she's <laughs> gonna do it, go all out. Go ahead, <laughs> you just had a baby, lactate on stage. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Go ahead. Yeah, bro. She, Under my uh, umbrella, Under we know what you umbrella. mean by that. We know what you mean by that. Uh, that means when you're lactating, you better stand <laughs> under it. Yeah, she gone. It's gonna be good, and I, I expect, I expect it to be really, really. You know, you give good. me hope. You give me hope, Walker. You're making me feel a lot more confident than I was going into this podcast feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving this podcast feeling a lot more confident about Rihanna, <laughs> and a lot more confident about uh, Cliff Kingsbury potentially being the OC if that was to happen. So, hey. If you yeah. can take anything from this podcast, take Cliff Kingsbury might be the right guy at OC, and mm-hmm. Rihanna's going to be just fine. Oh, yeah. Rihanna's going to be it's gonna be a good show. Other than that, you got anything you'd like to share with the people before we get out of here? Oh, no, nah, man. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That is all that needed to be said. It is episode 74. Like, share, subscribe. Watch the Super Bowl with your fam, bam, your friends, and enjoy yourself. Treat yourself. And until next time, people, next time we'll be talking, we might be uh, breaking down these draft prospects. You never know. Until next time, peace. I'm such that fine for you. I do that three, four times again. I testify for you. I sort of like you, that bitch. I do it all and I'm around. You're scared to do I'm not. As long as you joking, now in for me. I look better under you I can't lose when I'm